Hey Fiona, how are you? I'm good, I think, Leanne. I am. I'm great. I'm great today. I'm good today. Fantastic. And I love that you've broken out your colourful jacket, especially for me. Thank you. I did this morning. I thought, well, I'm meeting with Leanne Milkington today. What am I wearing? And I thought, well, I really need to get one of the most colourful jackets I had. So here we are in one of my favourites. Yes, I absolutely love it. I'm actually having my own personal lockdown challenge at the moment. I'm wearing a different jacket every day. I think I'm five weeks in, so I know how it's making. It's actually making me a little bit embarrassed because I reckon I can go until Christmas. That's insane. I would love to see your wardrobe. You might have to I'll take everybody on a tour of that one. I'll do it. I'll do a Facebook Live in my wardrobe one day. I keep threatening to do it. It's not very oh, glamorous. Yeah. It's not very glamorous, but it is very big. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Every woman's dream, right? Yes, absolutely. So we all know you as a super property management support for everybody in the industry, but you've got so much else going on in your world. Obviously, the podcast is about courageous conversations, but I'd love to kind of go back to the beginning, if we can, and talk about how you got into the industry, your family, and all of that sort of stuff. So, okay. Well, I come from the quintessential suburban red brick quarter acre block, only child. You know, my parents worked, my dad worked for Sydney Water his whole life, and He's a draftsman. My mum, uh, well, she was an accountant for Columbia Pictures back in the day, but, you know, in my mum and dad are uh, nearing on uh, 80. They'd kill me for saying that, but they yeah. are. And so I'm a 76 baby. And, uh, and so mum pretty much gave up work, you know, and uh, she ended up at, she had the most, in many ways I get jealous of my mum's working life because she worked for Double Day Book Club packing books. Oh, wow. And uh, that was literally, you know, forget Amazon, used to walk up and down the aisles and pack them. But why? Because my mum is just a very effervescent, beautiful human and she had the best life and, the, you know, she just enjoyed going to work every single day of her life because she had How nice. Where did I start in real estate? Well, no one's in business. My grandparents were, but, you know, obviously they're long gone. And um, often my parents will reflect on that because they're the only people that were in business in my entire extended family. Yeah. Um, but I do recall many years when I was young, I remember sitting out on the front wall of my home and looking down the street. And I remember distinctly seeing a red uh, convertible BMW drive up the street. And I don't know why, it's just a memory I have. And I also remember thinking that that was a real estate agent. And for whatever (laughs) reason, at that moment in time, I decided, because I was quite entrepreneurial when I was little, and I decided that that was what I was going to do. I was going to be a real estate agent because if you're a real estate agent, you've got to drive a red uh, convertible BMW. And that was success. Which is fair. (laughs) Um, How did I end up in real estate? That is quite interesting. So year 10, uh, I had the option of two weeks work experience. And I spent um, the first week, uh, my, one of my friends from school's dad was the senior sergeant at the local police station. And I went on the most inappropriate week of uh, police uh, work experience that there was. I think they pretty much barred people from going straight to the station after that. So I had a week of night duties. We went on police chases. Like it was just wrong on so many levels that I reflect <laughs> you know, what is it, 25 years ago now. And I also did my second week at the local real estate agency and I never left, in essence. So 
I worked wow. um, part-time. I was doing open for inspections at 15 without uh, without a licence. They would drop me at the front door and I'd... La, 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 la. <laughs> That's what you did, you know. We're, we're, yeah, we're, know. You know. we're talking almost 30 years ago. And, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we did. And I loved it. And I ended up at uni for um, six weeks uh, oh, after I left school. And, uh, and in those six weeks, I kind of went... What's going on here? I'm doing 10 hours a week on a full-time course. None of this makes sense to me. It was education, funnily enough. And now I suppose, you know, all these years later, I've combined education and real estate and yep. I'm in my happy place. Who would have thought it, right? But, How good is that? Um, yeah, that's that's kind of getting goosebumps, as I said. That, yeah. That's, um, that's what happened. I left on literally on the afternoon of the sixth week and my dad said, well, if you're leaving uni, you've got to go get a job. Up you go to the CES at the time. Lady handed me the doll form and said, well, here you go. If you want to find a job, you fill out this form and you'll get the doll. And I was like, the doll? Like the doll's not just not in the vocabulary of my family. No. And I said, well, how long is this going to take? And she said, well, probably about six weeks. I said, six weeks? I'll have a job within six days. And I handed her the form back and off I went and ended up um, getting my, my second real estate permanent full-time job in real estate. And so when did you branch out and actually um, start the business for yourself? I started this business for myself in 2007. So okay. I'd been um, the training manager in McGrath Corporate. And yep. at that point, we, that was Tret, And we, had, uh, we were offering um, my consultancy services and other consultant services, um, albeit I was kind of last man standing. And we'd done that externally for a number of years. And I'm one of those awesome stories out of McGrath as there were many of them back in the day. And there's lots of people from my time at McGrath, you know, in that kind of 05 to 07 era who went on to start their own very successful businesses. Um, and I'm, I'm one of those great stories. And since then, you know, kept up my JV with them on the ARPM conference, obviously, all these years later. And... Yeah, started from my second bedroom at home, uh, post divorce or in the midst of one. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, no, all good. Never had a fight in our lives. Just not not the right space. But um, yeah. you know, we I, I put the sign on the door, Blaney Potential Plus, and I was working. Oh, was the sign on the bedroom door. Yeah, sign on my bedroom. Oh, I door. love that. I love Blaney that. Blaney Potential Plus. Um, and it just allowed me to know that when I went through that door, I was going to work. And, yep. uh, and I had a, a Pip Johnson, who um, is uh, Pete Chauncey's wife at the time. She was my PA, and many people will know. And, uh, and yeah, we were hanging out together in that second room, and it was an absolute whirlwind. I'd been doing work in the UK and the US, and I, I must admit, Leander, those years are amongst some of my fondest memories in my life. <laughs> Why? What was so good about it? Oh, I think it was a rebirthing, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I think that my personality is, um, you know, people either love it or hate it. People either um, have a perception of who I am or who I should be. Yeah. Um, and most of the people uh, who don't know me actually don't know me. You know, they, they have a perception. And when you're on the stage, and certainly in those days, it was very limelight-like. And I think that it was because there wasn't a lot of us doing it and, yeah. you know, it was a new wave of people on a stage, I think it was very easy to get caught up in that. And I think when when I branched out on my own and came out from McGrath and, you know, and I was literally on my own. I, I really went through a discovery phase, if I can, you know, mm -hmm. be 
you know, a little bit reality show TV-ish. Um, <laughs> and I really worked out who I was and I travelled the world and I met wonderful people and I did things that, that I, I didn't even, I thought I had in me but I didn't think were part of who I was meant to be. I, I felt up until then that I'd settled a lot in my life. And that's a bit raw, isn't it? But I really did. I just, I, I felt like I was the person who wanted to stand up and dance on the table yeah. but everybody else was telling me to get down. And I just wanted a group of people that would say, hey, give me your handbag and your shoes. Yeah, get up on the table, love. Yeah. Yeah, I love that analogy. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah and that's- I did. I surrounded myself with all the people that did that then. And it yeah. was a real awakening for me. And, you know, and I ended up writing my book and um, I've written two books. And, you know, we went from, you know, my little apartment at home to 120 square metres at Neutral Bay. And mm. I didn't know what I was going to fill it with, but I just had this confidence that we could do it. And, you know, 13 staff we have now. And, um, yep. you know, and in the middle of this crisis, we're, we're navigating it pretty well because we've, we've done the right things. And I'm really proud, actually. Yeah. And now I've got... Another husband, my, my wonderful, wonderful husband. And we like this one much better. I love my husband oh, to the end of the earth. That's he beautiful. He's my everything and we are a really, we're, we're, you know, everyone has their ups and downs, but, sure. you know, that statement, better together, we really yep. are. We, we really are better together. We're kind of a bit of yin and yang there. We're as crazy as each other but um, um, and very much both star personalities. We've got our three beautiful children. How old are your kids? So my youngest is two. And, uh, and then I have a six-year-old and a seven-year-old, albeit they're 20 months apart. Yeah. So in and amongst all this, we're homeschooling and running businesses wow. and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But I love it. I thrive off it. You know, my, I love chaos. Yeah. And if there isn't chaos, I'll go cause it. it. Yeah. I'll pause it because that's that, me. Yeah, yeah I've realised. Um, I've realised that that's um, also me. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's fine. Like if, when you realise that, you can harness it. You know, yeah. and um, one of my clients said to me a couple of weeks ago, I rang and I've been meaning a run, just saying, you know, how can I provide more value? What do you need from me today? You know, those kind of conversations we're all having. And he goes, Fee, I don't need anything. And I, he goes, honestly, I, I'm. I am amazed at what you guys are doing. I said, what yeah. do you mean? And he said, well, I knew you had a lot in you, but I didn't realise you had this much in you. And it's just because in, in those situations, if you work like that, you just thrive and you love it. And I think also too when you've been through a lot of different things in your life, yeah. you know, um, that you, and everybody's got a backpack with their own story in it, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm certainly not the I was born in a garbage can <laughs> um, story, but I think when you've had a life and you've had, you know, a pretty big life, as I've been fortunate enough to have, you, you, you can tackle more things and, yep. and I firmly believe that my energy is everything that I, it's everything I have and I bring it to the table and, yep. um, and I really felt in and amongst where we are now that my whole job has been to help people. And, you know, I, and I believe if you do the right thing, the money comes, but yeah, I've got a pretty good life, Leanne. I'm pretty- yeah, it looks like it. You can see the happiness kind of exudes from you, which is just awesome. I've always loved your energy. I know for both of the organisations that I'm leading at the moment, now is a time where people just value that that calm, 
direct advice and it's time for organizations like ours to be able to show the value that they bring because sometimes people will be like with memberships of the rei or franchise fees with lang and simmons it's like well what do you do for your what do you do for your fee um and i'm sure you you know you would at times get that question as well well now people can actually see the value is very very clear right yeah absolutely and i think also too it's you know we all need to understand our own value yep and I've, you know, since I went out on my own and I've always had this confidence as, you know, I was always the confident kid, yeah. um, although I call myself a bit of a um, soft-centred chocolate because um, confidence doesn't necessarily equal arrogance, which, you know, some people think it does. I think everybody is. No, it's an overdone. If you overdo the strength of confidence, you can appear to be arrogant. So yeah, it's when totally. you're, yeah, yeah. But I just think I'm awesome. And, and, and that's okay, right? Right. I think you're awesome too. But I think you're awesome. Like, I, you know, like, just because I think I'm amazing doesn't mean I, I don't reveal exactly. people, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I have to come in every day into my, into my own world. So from the minute I wake up in the morning, I really want to think and I want everybody to feel like they're awesome and to yeah. find out and work out what you're awesome at and, and what... What is so wonderful about you? And everybody's yeah. got something that's wonderful about them. And we all have days where we think we're crap and we yeah. second guess ourselves and women particularly or, you know, you, you feel mother guilt or friend guilt or daughter guilt or partner guilt. We all feel, you know, females feel that guilt and imposter syndrome and I'm not immune to any of those things. Yeah. But at my core, I think I'm great and I think I've got a lot to give the world and it's just about finding the world that, deserves you to give it to them and that can value it and benefit from it and embrace it and love it you know and yeah. I was fortunate enough on the weekend to um, on Saturday to be doing a zoom trivia night <laughs> um, with my oldest friends and you know five of us on there um, out of the we call ourselves the Bali 12 and there was um, six families 12 adults obviously on there and of those um, people, five of those people I've known for uh, 38 years we've been friends. You yeah. know? And they're the people that they don't, they, they, they wouldn't know what the little element that comes out of my mouth means in a real estate context or whatever, but they just look at me and they go, you are so valuable to the world. And yeah. we are the most 12 different people you could possibly imagine as you have from, you know, school age school friends. School friends, yeah. Um, from five years old, you know, you just can't depict where those people go. And we are so different. You know, we've got teachers and social workers and fashion designers and cafe owners and digital marketers and um, uh, marketeers and events and all different sorts of things. Yeah. But when we all come together and we look at those people and I go, God, you're bloody awesome. You know, like you just... We just it's such a great um, a great thing to make sure that we. I think that's the best gift you can give yourself, and I think that's the best gift my parents gave me. Was um, my dad used to get me to stand in front of the mirror <laughs> as a wee little kid, and my I, I do the same thing with my girls, uh, even my two year old. I'm already doing this with, and I, I my dad would say to me uh, that I had to tell myself I loved myself, and I would say. Um, I love you, Fiona Blaney. You are smart. You are kind. You are caring. You are funny. You know, you're a good friend. Like whatever the particular state. So you were doing positive affirmations before they were even positive affirmations, right? And my, my, my dad. How good is that? Waterboard guy, right? Like, yeah. 
you know, he's your quintessential Australian Irish Catholic guy, you know, and yeah. but that's where I get my metaphors from. You know, I know you laugh sometimes at some of the things that come out of my mouth, as do I, because yeah. um, <laughs> they're so ridiculous. Um, but that's where I got it from. My dad speaks in metaphors. He speaks in riddles. He, you know, he does all of that. And my mum is the person who'll say hello to anybody and spend 20 minutes with them in the shops. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I just think everybody's awesome and it's time we embrace the awesomeness. I could not agree more. Where do you get your energy? How do you manage to stay so enthusiastic and passionate and on, I guess? Because that's not easy to do all the time. No, it's not. And I think the first word that I would use is choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a choice for me. Yep. So, you know, last night um, I'd been at home running the kids and the businesses all day. My husband, he's a barrister, he'd been at work and court and a few things that were going on, albeit they're doing it remotely. But, you know, obviously you've got to be in a quiet space when that's happening. And so by the time he got back, I was done. Mm-hmm. You know, I was exhausted. And I was snappy mm-hmm. and, you know, not being the nicest human. Yep. And, um, and so we have a, a policy, if you call it that, where we can call each other on it. Yep. And so I was very eloquently told that I was done and it was time for me to go for a walk, you know. And so I was like, okay, cool, off I go. And, and what that is is, number one, it's awareness. Yep. Number two, it's if you've had something happen that's significant and it's hurtful and it's harmful and sad and what have you, cool, you know, have your hippo moment, as Paul McGee, um, a, a friend of mine, says. He wrote yep. a book called Sumo, which you might be familiar with. So you can have a hippo I moment. interviewed him earlier in the week, in fact. I oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great, yeah, it's a, it's, um, it's a great one. So, yeah, you'll yeah. enjoy that. Yeah, he's awesome. I ended up in Australia because I'd met him on my travels to the UK. Yeah. And we, I brought him out here for a conference oh, many years ago. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, it's great. He's a wonderful man. Yeah, he is. And, um, and so... And so it's, it's then at that moment I identify a trigger I, and I'm conscious of it and I let other people call me on it yep. and then I go do something about it. So, you know, it's, I can choose to stay in that space and hippo roll around in the mud, but that doesn't help anybody. There's no, no. value in that. No. Um, I also have some pretty strong principles. So the word can't is not in my vocabulary. We're not allowed to use it here in the office. Um, and because to me it's choice. And that was, again, from my dad. And, yep. you know, he used to say to me as a little kid, if I'd say I can't do something, he said, well, you can, you're just choosing not to, or you yep. can, but you haven't learned how to, you know. So, um, I, so I can say, oh, well, you know, I can't do that. You know, I, I can't deal with all these clients. I, I can't deal with COVID-19. I can't deal with my kids. I well, you can. You just haven't yep. worked out how. So then yeah. also, you know, I'm not, a, I think I've mentioned to you before, I'm not a 5am, I drink your green juice, you know. People yeah. often ask me, oh, what podcast are you listening to and what book are you reading now? And, you know, here's the reality. I've got three kids. Like, you know, come on, people. I've got three kids, 13 staff. You know, it's like, yeah, back in the day when I didn't have any of that, I had 24 hours to myself. I was reading, I was gymming, I was marathoning, I was bloody doing everything. But, you know... Ida Butcher says you, you can do it all but not at the same time. Yeah. And so that's choice. So, yeah, yep. I just choose and I click myself on it. I look at myself in the mirror. I go, well, what happened to you today? Okay, yep. fix it up. 
go have a shower, do your hair, drink a protein shake, you know, go for a walk. Sometimes spritz your face with a bit of water from my kid's hair, spritz up <laughs> just to go, whoa, okay, what are you, you going to do? Or reach out to someone, you know. I've got, I've got my five I call and if something's going wrong, sometimes you're only going to talk to them for a minute or text them and they text you back and you're like, right, okay, back in the minute. Um, yeah, so I think that... That I'm not immune to any of those things. I think people no. think oh, she never has a, a down minute. That's not right. Um, no, I, I completely agree. Your attitude is a choice. And, and I, I believe happiness is a choice. And sometimes you've got to choose that every single day exactly. when things are tough. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We've all yeah. got stuff. We've all got stuff that, that we're doing, you know, like. We show, so do. Yeah. Everybody's got stuff. Everybody's got financial impacts. Everyone's got choices that they're making right now. You know, even here with my own team and you know, income for us and different decisions that I'm making around how I ensure that we're safe and we can navigate through this. And, you know, clients of mine, I've got a client of mine burning 250 grand a month, you know. Wow. Okay, but when I talk to that person, do you, I'm not hearing woe is me. I'm hearing what's next, where are we going, what's the options, let's talk this through, let's work through this. Yeah. Very big business, right? And so it's all a choice. You can sit back and do nothing. Or you can choose to make something happen. I saw online today, I shared it on my Facebook. I thought this was incredible. It was a, um, a staging company. Right? Mm-hmm. So events have gone down the toilet, as we sure. know, live events. They have pivoted, right, and they have designed a work-from-home desk that is in four pieces right. that can be um, put together like a jigsaw and now they've got their staff manufacturing these desks. How clever. Right. There's yeah. always a way. There is always a way. And I've been saying from the very beginning of this crisis, focus on what you can do, not on what you can't do. Right. Because there's no point worrying about open homes, for example. Just focus on the fact that you can still do uh, private inspections. And the upside is that you actually get to start to work on a relationship with the buyer, which certainly doesn't happen during an open home, typically. I think that, you know, whilst this has been terrible for health and it's been terrible for the economy, sure, um, it's incredible for human connection. Yeah, totally. It's, you know, it's um, like I mentioned, I walk down the street and I say hi to people and people normally think I'm mad. Now yeah. they stop and talk to you at a 1.5 minute distance. Of course. You know, it's, I love it. I think that this is one of the greatest times yeah, you know, in our lifetime, because of what it can bring in the future, not for what it is now, and you can choose each one of those outcomes. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I'm exactly on the same page. There's a silver lining in every experience. I'm always optimistic, and I agree. It's been watching people actively try and find the opportunity in this time has been really, I don't know, hopeful for me. So yeah. And that's not taking away that some people are going through some oh, really rough times, right? Totally. Those same people, how inspiring is it when you see them doing something amazing? Um, you know, and uh, I can't wait to see what, what businesses come out of this and relationships come out of this and hopefully they all come out. All the relationships comes out, but some won't. Yeah, no, some won't quite make it. There'll be some pregnancies and some divorces. We know that to be true, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, well, it's been so beautiful catching up with you. Thank you so much for spending the time and I will look forward to seeing you in person on the other side. We will. We'll see each other then. Okay, all right, see you later.